Hello, everyone. My name is Chauncey Dyson, and you are listening to a podcast that entails the views and opinions of the world of someone who is a part of Generation Z. Yes, I said Generation Z, (laughs) the last generation. No, I'm just playing. However, uh, with the current political, social, and economic environment, hell, we might be the last generation, okay? Um, So, you know, just getting into a couple things. In an election that entails the trappings of a bleak future, many Generation Zers are fearing uh, the worst. And, you know, some of these things come down to the ecosystem, um, the economy, um, race relations, all of these things that have not been in our eyes properly dealt with. I mean, let's just think about the ecological aspect of everything, right? I mean, the polar ice caps are melting and no one seems to be caring. And I mean, when I say melting, it's pretty much, we can call it a a, mur- a, a, a nature murder, a nature slaughter, a nature genocide, whatever you want to call it. This is the sixth extinction, as they like to call. And just if you're all not aware, there were five other um, earthly extinctions before this, not just the dinosaurs, okay? <laughs> I know the dinosaurs are the most common ones. Um, However, in a time where we rely on our government to secure secure our safety and to secure um, our economy and our country, we are being bamboozled as a generation that has more that has more pollution in our seas that have than sea life currently. Um, there's if if you don't know, there's more trash in the sea than there is sea life. Um, which is a problem. And, you know, it's it's primarily a problem because a lot of people who are my age, I'm 23, a lot of people my age are younger, um, and even in the millennial generation, I'm right on the cusp between being millennial and Generation Z, but, you know, I'm a Generation Z, so anyways. But um, a lot of us um, in our generation simply feel as though the current government simply doesn't care about these problems. Um, the current government simply doesn't care about having economic longevity um, that is sustainable and that is good for future generations. One thing that really um, kind of is funny to me, um, and anybody's allowed to have their opinion on these things, but where will these rich people's grandchildren go when they're atmosphere is too polluted where will these rich cho- these rich grandchildren of these billionaires go when our uh skies are so polluted um that you can't even walk outside anymore i mean like where will they go i mean even if we start colonies on mars there will only be quote up to a hundred people that will be allowed to fly to mars and that's a hundred people after the first couple missions to mars so i mean we're talking about within the 21st century um, it just baffles me that wealthier people, and this is just from my perspective, um, care more about making money than they care about the future of the environment. Um, and what's even more crazy is that, you know, all of these, all of these companies and all the pollution that really is coming um, in the seas and just uh, polluting our air, it's coming from 
um, economic powerhouses like the United States and China and India, um, countries that have um, millions, billions of dollars in resources to fix their own problems. However, the problem lies when all of our environmental problems affect poor countries. And now we've got rising sea levels and we've got people who live on islands whose islands are now being consumed by rising sea levels who now have to move and relocate. We're not even thinking about how many people are going to have to relocate. We're talking about immigrants now. Have we ever used the term um, environmental migrant or environmental refugee? Because that's what's going to happen when hundreds of millions of people have to relocate themselves. Uh, because rising sea levels are flooding their cities uh, because pollution is no longer bearable where they live. Where are we going to put them? And what are the excuses we're going to have um, to future generations when millions of people are seeking refuge for problems that we didn't want to solve? Because we're thinking about endless economic fairy tales here. Not to mention George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Um, Breonna Taylor uh, of the latter has not received any type of justice. The disrespect to Black people is 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 beyond crazy. We're 155 years after slavery, and somehow people think that uh, we've made progress when we haven't. There are Black people who have worked their who have worked their butts off to get into wealthier, established neighborhoods, um, who now. Um, have to fear running through their own neighborhoods, running through places that they worked hard to get to. Ahmaud Aubrey, I mean, he was running in his own neighborhood. He wasn't dressed like a gangster, um, but yet we still have a problem seeing racism. And it just goes to show, not only do we have a problem seeing racism, we simply have a problem um, talking about the truth. Because if we really talked about the truth, the truth is this, Black people built universities, Black people built the capital. Black people in our labor has has done has is the backbone of the American economy. And not just black people, obviously this is all people of color, but in 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 relating to my life in the context of my life, I'm a black man who is queer and when I see the work my ancestors did, that's millions of hours of free labor that has not been repaid. That's millions of hours of uh, building up an economy that we got no type of uh, recognition for in any way. No, a museum is not good enough. No, uh, fixing things with laws is not good enough. It is time for us to wake up. And it is also time for me to get off of this podcast. You guys, my name is Chante Dyson once again, and I am your podcast host for everything in the voice of the new generation. I am chocolate. (laughs) You guys have a good night.